0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh my goodness, guys, I got to lay down the foundation. So just for those of you out there who have been listening to me like a hell of a lot. Guys, man, you know, back in 2016, it was tough. It was tough. I remember like this lady at this um, at this language center, she said, Arsenio, we really want to give you this TOEIC class. But the CEO of the company said no because you're black. And I said, wait, he's a foreigner. Why would he say that? She's like, well, the students here, they don't want a black teacher. Guys, this was at the height of racism in this this country. I do believe that it has gone down to a certain extent. But you guys have no idea. From, like, the Japanese student, like, if I even tell you that situation, you guys would be like, holy fuck, I can't believe that. But we cannot... Hold an entire nation accountable for just a couple of fuck ups that are so out of touch with reality. Am I lying or am I not lying? I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep it real over here. But there was a job. And I remember I wore my uh, the suit, the suit that I still have in my closet to this day. I remember I was going there and this guy stood up on the train. He said, "Hey man, just let you know you look very sharp." It was a, it was a like it sounded like because Americans were the only people that would just get up and just randomly tell someone to give someone a compliment. Um I would never get anything I never got anything like that in Australia and England, I don't know. I've never been out there, so maybe you guys do do that. But in America we give grace. I'm not going to say all of us cuz there's 320 million of them, but I would have to say When you see someone who's well-dressed, you will go up to him and say, hey, man, that's one hell of a suit you got on. And he didn't know that I was en route to an interview. This lady by the name of Celia. I'm just going to give you the first thing. Just so you guys can paint the picture. She is Korean. Her husband is Thai. She runs this language center out here in Thailand. And let me give you this. The lady who responded to my interviewee, you know, her name was Noi. Noi, I've been doing service with. For over three years already. Noi, she got over 100 applicants. And she could only pick four. And Noi at that time, and she just told me this story today. I kid you not, guys. Well, as a matter of fact, yesterday, because you guys are listening to this today. But nonetheless, she told me this story today. And she's like, Arsenio, just to let you know, man. I was the one that picked out your interview thing. I was like, why? She's like, I just felt it in you. Out of the three or the four that I picked out out of 100 applicants, it was tough for me to get you in. I said, Why? And she stopped right there. She didn't. She didn't get. She didn't say another word. And I said, "Is it because I'm black? Is it because I was black?" She's like, "Nele. Nelat means yes. That's it. And I said, "Whoa." I said, "So Celia didn't want to hire me to begin with." She said, "No." I said, "Because she didn't want a black teacher." She's like, "That's absolutely correct." I said, "Wow." I said, "From a, from a, from a certain perspective, guys, can you understand?" No, I'm not mad. Of course not. Cause I'm not black. I'm cappuccino. That's number one. Number two, now you guys understand that world that I had to go through. Guys, that is just in my in my like being here now and looking at that, that is so beautiful. She literally put me into a box. And I don't have to say B word or anything, no, no 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 no. She put me in such a box where I could actually say four years later. Wow, look at me now. Like, that is just one of the most amazing accomplishments ever. Like, I could literally say, look at me now. Guys, who is this lady? Let's go even deeper into this lady. You know, I actually had these two professional women. They were rich, beyond rich. Like, we're talking millionaire rich. And they were telling me, um, you know, I was teaching them, and I actually, you know, well, not so much contacts and whatnot, because I try taking them and teaching them outside. They didn't give me any other students and whatnot, but um, she put me on a task outside the language center, right? And so Noi, I saw for the first time. I'm like, oh my god, Noi, I know you. And guys, just to let this, just to let you understand, just to make you understand what this actually was, Noi. I interviewed with Celia. Celia was a Korean woman. Celia advertised 650 baht, which is like just a little bit over $21 an hour. But when I said, uh, yeah, your advertisement says 650. So she's like, oh, no, um, no, not for you. And of course, we can only put one and one together. We get, oh, because I'm black, you're going to pay me less. This is the first job that I actually had in Thailand, Chantaburi, right? Seven years ago, the teacher told me right in front of my face. She said, we're going to pay you $66 less because you're black. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, these are good times, because she didn't want to, she didn't want me to teach any of the other students there, and it's crazy because I look at it, and I look at some of the teachers. there's some of the goofiest, ugliest, social, sociopaths. we're talking the most ridiculous, but they're white, and they're in Thailand. That's all there is to it. But even going further. She's like, hey, Arsenio, we have a project at Suan And Of course, the other teachers didn't want to do it. So they dump off projects to me. It's just like my previous job the year before that I worked at until the end of 2017. I cut my, you know, on the outskirts of Bangkok. And you guys heard this because I just talked about this in yesterday's podcast. And so they kind of shoved me aside. But for all the white teachers and the older white teachers is like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. No, it's too much this, too much that. No, they gave it to me. And they said, okay, Arsenio, we got this big project coming up. I said, okay, deal. She said, okay, you got to teach about 300 students. I said, oh, shit. I said, where at? She said, the university, Suan Sunantai. I said, deal. Let's do it. What we we'll teaching? Toic. I said, oh, that's easy as fuck. Easy. And she's like, really? I was like, believe me. You don't know who I am. You're judging me based on skin. Of course, I'm saying this to myself. But I'm just going to allow my capabilities and results to show so you could get, so get on this dick. I hate to say it like that, people. I really don't want to say it all, you know, crassy and all nasty like that. But you're going to be on this dick. Okay? You're going to be all on my ass after you realize I'm the motherfucking shit. After one day, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, Arsenio. Oh, my God, everyone loves you. You did such a great job. I'm like, I say, yeah, uh, uh, get off my dick. Uh, because you did not like me to begin with. But I didn't know this. I knew she was a bitch. I didn't know it was all color, but of course, her and her background being Korean, this is embedded in those people from back, especially in the 60s and the, the 50s. Shit, right after that, she's like, Arsenio, hey, man, I really want you to meet the head coordinator here. His name is Matthew. He's from Michigan. I want you to have a dinner with us at one of these hotels. It's like the Intercontinental. We're talking like a $50 per meal type of, you know, it was like a huge dinner. But I was like, oh, man, I can't really do that and all that other stuff. And, of course, I finally met him and we hit it off. We're both Americans And he told me the same thing. He's like, Arsenio, man, yeah, man, you know, Thailand, they really like that white, white, white. He's more on the same color as me, but he's probably like Native American and Mexican or something like that. Nonetheless, we're both Americans and we're both colored people in a country that is pro-white. That's all there is to it. Ha. We hit it off. I ended up doing a couple things. It was a misunderstanding. Didn't really connect with them anymore. The next thing you know, she disappeared, but she would, she even offered me at the end of 2017. She's like, dude, we'll get you a work contract, all that stuff. I said, oh my God, Celia, I would appreciate that. It's funny because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to this job after. Now let's go back to the whole Noi situation. Noi and three other women had left at the beginning of the year 2017. And why? I said, I asked Noi, I said, Noi, why did you leave? She's like, because Celia is a bitch. It was basically a simple sentence. You have the subject, you have the verb, you have the article, and then you have the monster of an adjective by the name of bitch. Oh, as a matter of fact, no, it's not an adjective. It's another noun. Okay. It's the D-O, but let's just call it the subject too, because both subjects put them together. You get a super bitch, right? And that's who she was. And so when they left, they started giving me projects because Noi, she hired me to begin with. So when Noi left, silly was over here giving me calls at the beginning of 2017. She's like, has anyone here here contacted you? I was like, no. She she messaged me again a day later. Has anyone here? I said, what is this about? She's like, oh, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on? You're not telling me the situation right now. You're telling me that someone is trying to contact me and yet no one has tried contacting me. Until about four days later. And it was one of Noi's friends. Or she's like, Arsenio... We know how you work. We know you do a great job. We want you to teach uh, one of these HR executives from one of the banks out here. I said, when? She said, Sunday morning. I said, deal. I said, hell yeah, because that's going to get me a lot of connections. Guys, we've had battles. Back in 2008, we had that crazy-ass money and misunderstanding when I was out there in Hong Kong. And I said, man, you better give me my motherfucking money. See, you can't play with a black man's money. You can't play with black people's money. Because I said, man, you better give me my motherfucking money. Because if you don't give me my motherfucking money, I'm going to go all... You see what I mean? Because when black folks, man, when we going to get paid... Shit gets crazy, okay? I know a lot of you out there in Sweden and Germany and Denmark, y'all say, God damn, y'all black folks crazy like that? Give me my motherfucking money. Show me the money. That's all A, hey, A, hey, general principles. So anyways, we had some fallbacks. We had some setbacks. Hell, Noe and I, man, we didn't talk for almost two years. Got back on her good side probably in the last four months. <sighs> and so here I am. Fast forward into this to present day. Noy told me that story. What ended up happening after that is, you know, Celia, she tried offering me a further contract after that. And it's because no one else wanted to work for her. Should I go there in the interview? She judged me. She's like, oh, you were late. I said, you didn't give me a definitive time. And then she's like, oh, we're going to pay you this much. I said, that is a bad. That is not good. And you said you want me to dedicate how much time here? And I have to fucking correct essays for free? And I thought about it, and she was over here saying, oh, yeah, I saw you doing the IELTS, and I think you're better off doing, like, business communication. And I said, bitch, do you not know what I'm doing? I don't even have to. I'm not even going to show you the integrity, the capabilities. You don't need that. She's like, oh, so are you still doing everything you're doing? I said, what is everything I'm doing? This is for real, for real. She's like, oh, the podcasting and this. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my thing. You know, you ain't got to know a motherfucking thing, but I'm doing my thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because she ended up asking me, she was like, you teach TOEFL? I was like, yeah, I teach it over here. She's like, what's the place? And it's it's actually the competitor. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot the name. You know, one of my friends over here. She's like, you don't know the name of the place? I said, yeah, I kind of got amnesia, my fault. Because it was the competitors, the girls that left at the beginning of 2017. I can't say that. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking with Kunoid because she said you a bitch. And you know and you know when you a bitch, I'll be your contract. You know what I mean? Guys, that whole visa situation was absolute dog shit. It was crazy. But after I left that office, I already knew in my heart. I said, bitch, you crazy. I emailed her later on. I said, uh, Celia, no thanks, man. Uh, uh, no, nah, I'm good. I'm better off just doing, you know, sparingly work. I said, "What about that French businesswoman? She canceled on me on day and all that other stuff." She's like, "Oh yeah, but you know, uh, we had another teacher fill in. and She likes that teacher, so we'll let you know." I said, "Okay." I said, "Block." I blocked that bitch. I blocked that bitch probably like I don't know, probably around September, September of two thousand and eighteen. I said, "You are undeserving of me." It's funny because she's like, "Hey, can you come to the expo and can you like advertise us?" Because she knows I'm an incredible fucking speaker. I said, bitch, I ain't doing your dirty work. Hell no. First and foremost, you cannot come to my table and eat my food and complain about my food and then go to someone else's table, which is another white boy, eat his food and say how much food you love over there. This is the problem with to-go plate ass bitches. And this is why I try telling you folks so much. People who disrespect you based on religion, creed, color, whatever it is, whatever background you got. They're undeserving of you. This lady said I couldn't teach IELTS. I'm now teaching IELTS online. I now have a Patreon. I now have podcasts that have hit all around the world. I have people paying me for these services. And the bit, man, are you for real? You ain't got to tell me. You don't have to put your bullshit on um, myopic white point of view, you know monolithic perception, limited-ass garbage beliefs on me because I know exactly who the fuck I am and because of you guys, you guys get all these motherfuckers in the workplace, your family, your friends, all these people in your environment telling you who you are not, but you accept it as who you are. That's the fucking problem. Noy. Noi and I, man, we're sitting toe-to-toe, man. We're sitting right there, and we're like, oh, my God. Okay, Arsenio, so I need you to, like, go out to this other province, you know, up north. It's called Kodai. I need you to go there about two, three days a week. I mean, two to three times a month. I said, God damn. I said, well, I got myself a work permit job on the weekend. I got to make sure these motherfuckers are happy, too. She said, don't worry. You know, we can mark out some schedules and stuff like that. Don't worry. It's going to be good. We're launching at the end of uh, next month anyways. She said, you know, general English, we need this, we need that. I said, oh, man, these are big. Like, the money making on top of this is crazy. But at the same time, just got to make sure, okay, Saturday they got me. Sunday they got me. Okay, you got Monday, Tuesday, here and there. They haven't been filling me up with work. They really don't give a fuck about me or my schedule. So sometimes I'm going to be like, yes, yes, guys, about two times a week, you know, two times a month, I'm going to be leaving for about six days a week, but you guys don't give me any fucking work anyways, so y'all can eat my ass, and there's never going to be a problem, we already know that, we've already, I've already showed everybody this, you know what I mean, but guys, they're open up shot, not only that, I'm over here talking to Noi, and remember Noi and I, man, we had some bumps and we had semi- uh, some bruises, but we're over here talking, and you know, she's like, hey, Arsenio, so I bought these boxes, I said, when'd you buy these boxes, And these are the N95 masks, you know, for the whole crazy virus shit. But it's not so much for the virus, it's more the pollution here in Thailand. Because, again, because of the pollution and depending on how much I get exposed to it per day, I get get that dust all clogged up. And it just, it it has to like dissolve within my fucking body. And then next, like in six hours, I feel better. But sometimes I'm over here doing... because all that motherfucking death. So having these masks mean everything in the world. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she got a bottle of sanitizer. She bought two of them. I said, where'd you get that? She said, hey, don't worry about that. I said, you are a true bread entrepreneur. I said, holy shit, you bought 65 of these motherfucking boxes of these N95 masks that have 25 masks per box. She said, yeah. I said, when'd you get them? She said, I ordered them from China right before Wuhan got locked down. I said, you are are a true-bred entrepreneur. You saw that. Like, that is entrepreneurship beyond anything imaginable. And so, she's like, hey, okay, here, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this one for free. Hey, three of these masks. Okay, the total is this. I'm like, hey, it's all good. I'm good. Health over anything else. I could give a damn. So I got myself a sanitizer. I'm putting it right next to my door. I already loaded up on some more masks. So I have about nine of them right now and one last per week. So that's gonna go for about two months in a week. Um, and I'm just gonna low up load up on them probably every two weeks and whatnot, by probably about three to six more. Uh, just so I last me all the way through, because I'm gonna have to wear masks no matter what. Of course, when the rainy season comes too, it doesn't matter with the crazy things and all the bullshit virus, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm just gonna protect myself. But guys. We went from having a very bumpy road to that, oh, my God, we've just built up our relationship to a point where it's like, yeah, Arsenio, man, I need you to come this week. We're going to send you in a VIP van. We got your hotel. We got everything. We got all meals, expenses, and we're paying you per hour. I said, oh, hell, yeah. I could be big time out there. You know what I mean, man? And I guess it's not so much about the now money. It's about, like, these students are going to be like, hey, Arsenio, you know, do you have this? Do you have that? Oh, hell, yeah, you do that. Oh, what? yeah. You see what I mean? Just building that up, and especially outside in the outskirts of Bangkok, these people are so much more down to earth. They're not, that, they're not that bleh as like most Bangkokians are. But guys, what I'm trying to say here is a lady said no because I'm black. doesn't matter nationality, but she said no because I'm black. The lady Noi said, you can't judge based on color. I'm getting him, she said, okay, whatever, Noi saw greatness in me, that lady didn't, she didn't, she didn't see it until she actually saw the motherfucking shit, she had to be convinced, because again, out here in Thailand, you show up, you're white, you already convinced these motherfuckers, they don't, they ain't got much brains out here, okay, I'm not gonna say all of them, but you you motherfuckers out there who know the motherfucker that does the motherfucking shit, y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about, okay, <laughs> okay, Anyway, sound like Shenane Off-Martin for all you old heads out there like me. (gasps) Anyways, so, Noi took me under her wings. She said, teach this executive. She said, we got this project. We got this one. We got this one. Hey, we're going to do this English camp. Hey, I got this TOEIC project. I got this TOEFL project. I met a whole bunch of rich people doing that TOEFL project who popped up out of nowhere and said, hey, you know what? I got this mentorship program at another big bank. Hey, you want to come on down here, guys? It was one after Another and it just kept multiplying and that's why I stand here today guys and I said man limiting beliefs Dang shit And especially when someone else tries telling you something and tries putting their motherfucking shoes all over your carpet and sitting on your fucking couch And drinking out of your your goddamn favorite cup and going into your favorite fucking fridge and picking up your favorite fucking blended juice At one point, you're going to say, hey, you get your hands off my shit, you put your funky-ass feet in your funky-ass shoes, and you step the fuck outside, and you don't ever come back here. You guys need to kick these toxic motherfuckers to the end. Y'all need to kick them out, and don't bring these assholes back. I'm your host, as always, over and out.